Hi golfers, hi dads. It's episode six. This week, we figure out what it takes to build a home simulator with golf, how much you need to spend, and how to get your wife to say yes. We also share some tips for parents out there after some recent Zoom bombings. Follow us as dads and golfers as we help you be better at both. You're listening to the Birdie Dad Podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor. Yeah, let's do oh, this. Ready and excited. I'm ready to go. <laughs> ready, ready and excited. Uh, I heard we're, we're getting up there in the uh, followers in the social media world. We got some listeners tuning in. So this is turned out to be a good time. Hi, mom. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I tell you what, guys, I heard the topic for today's show and I am ecstatic about talking about this subject because um, Trevor, I'm jealous of your setup. So I want to get into it and I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have some good stuff. Trevor, you're going you're gonna to be a big focus of the show today because you're, you're the only guy I really know with the home simulator. So I, I really have a lot, to, to, a lot of questions to ask you. Yeah, I hope I don't let you guys down and hope I don't lead you astray here. Yeah. First, I got to tell you guys a quick story. It ties back into a few episodes ago when we were talking about distance learning and the learning pods. So, it happened and I got to tell you, my wife got Zoom bombed. And, oh, no. I thought you were, oh, that's, that's oh. horrible. I thought you were going to tell us you, you taught your first class without your shirt on, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, that's right. No. she. So, my wife's a teacher and she came home and she was pretty flustered and told me, sure enough, she was running a class and got Zoom bombed. And I think you guys have probably seen it on the news and, and read about it. The Zoom bomb is real. <laughs> so, are, are we talking like phallic drawings on the screen or what, 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 give us a little insight here? Oh, uh, well, what would you do if you were 15 and you had free access and free reign to a, an audience? I mean, what, what would go through your mind? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but my teenage mind takes me to uh, the male genitalia and those kinds of things. Well, uh, so what yeah. happened was, this is what she described to me. She's running class and she's just doing her normal thing. And all of a sudden, you got, you got it right on the head. He draws a large phallic symbol right in the yeah. screen. That is, that's and bold because doesn't she know who it is? Oh, no, I'll tell you. So, then the next best thing is he just screams, just screams out loud ah! <laughs> with the big drawing. So, she she boots him out because, yeah, okay. So, when you come into Zoom, it depends on how your settings are, but he had a fake name. And so, she boots him out and knows he's not a real student and, you know, kind of moves on. Well, so, here's the best thing. The next day, same kid comes back for more, does it again comes into the mm. class. She was a little more prepared this time and she changed her settings, but he still comes in and does the scream, ah, I'm back, you know, the <laughs> letting everybody know and tries to do his drawing again. So, she poots him back again and she says to the class, all right, everybody, I guess I'm going to have to set a password because on Zoom, you can do a password for your, your classes, right? You can, mm -hmm. you can set that up. And with kids, it's really hard. It's really complicated. They don't they're not as used to the password things as we are as adults. And so, she sets the password. Well, he had made his way back in. And as she's giving him the password, he announces, hey, thanks for the password, everybody. And it just kind of bolts again. And so, she got Zoom bombed. And uh, 
Yeah, oh, it was man. good. But I mean, what would you do as a teenager? Trevor's right. You would you would go and and draw. <laughs> so a so this was this was another <laughs> this guy that was bombing was another teenager like in the class. Yeah, yeah. So he had to be well. So she never figured it out. But uh, so what happened was what when we talked about it, somebody had to have shared the link, and and that's what's going on. And it was happening earlier in the in the spring with these. Is a kid might wow. be bored and he'll share a link on somewhere else. Maybe it's on on TikTok or one of these other platforms and they'll say, Hey, come on, join my class. I think this mm. one was a little more local. It was just probably his buddy that he sent it to and goes, Hey, pop in. It'll be funny. Oh man. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. Crazy world. <laughs> Crazy world. Yeah. So she got it figured out though. It's all about the password. The kid, the kids have trouble with the password. So she got that figured out. Now I'll, I'll just tell a quick story too about just social media. I was texting with you guys earlier. I was trying to promote this show on Instagram uh, I can't do it. I, I, I failed miserably. And I was trying to put a link to this show. Just didn't work. So, I have a lot to learn. I, I guess I'm just a, a MySpace guy in an Instagram world. So, I'm trying to figure <laughs> this all out. So, so, so bear with us, guys, as we try to figure this out. But yeah, Zoom call with a bunch of kids, I, I'd, I'd be lost. I'd be done. Oh, yeah. Well, we are dads still. Remember, guys, we are dads. So, social media is not our strength. It's not my strength. I don't think it's your guys' strength either. Yeah, I'm already handing off my cell phone to my my nine year old to help me get logged in and everything. So it's it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I would, I did get you know uh, I did get a question from a dad though. He did ask, and it kind of ties into our show today. He he asked me the question. He reached out and said he wanted to know how we golf more with kids, and he he was looking for some some genuine help. And I know that's a lot of what we talk about. So his concern was. How can he get out? And his his son looked like he was under a year old by the picture. And so, he's he's really trying to find a way to get out there. And that kind of tied into our show today. We wanted to talk about building a home simulator. And Trevor, you, you have a home simulator, right? Yeah, I do. I um, I... This this was about two years ago, leading up to my birthday and Christmas. Kind of, I kind of started to plant the seed with my wife uh, delicately. And, uh, you know, I, I knew I'd kind of done some research on different different options. And I knew the track man was just way out of, out of my league as well as my old boss. I'd been in one and she had been in his simulator as well. And it was a pretty, pretty developed one. I mean, it was a separate room with sensors all above. It can kind of read the face of the club and the ball had a, you know, putting option as well. And it was, I mean, it was tens of thousands of dollars. So I was, you know, I knew that that wasn't going to be in my price range and, but I was definitely researching into something that I could do, you know, more in, indoors because I live in central Oregon and the winters are rough here. It's, you know, your, your courses are shut down usually by middle of end of October and don't really open up sometimes till, you know, early April or mid April. So you got a whole lot of six months of just sitting indoors. And so I was trying to figure out ways to keep the game going and uh, also trying to get the kids involved. And with COVID this last round, this last, you know, um, spring, I mean, it was, it was well-timed to have the simulator in place. For sure. Yeah, you can't find them right now. They're they're a hot item. Yeah, that's what so, I hear. I got in just to, just ahead of the the uh, the rush, I guess. Well, before we get into the actual equipment, because I know we got guys that want to know exactly wh- what you built, I, I have to ask. I think the biggest question we get is the obstacle. Probably the biggest obstacle is how did you get your wife on board? <laughs> yeah, the ask. So, yeah, I mean, I think my this this my birthday is coming up, and I think I'm going to get golf socks. I mean, that's been the you know for the last two years. 
uh, my 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 birthdays and Christmases are pretty much we're into that 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 SkyTrack system. So um, yeah, it's it was a tough ask, but you know my wife's great and. You know we're we're doing this thing, and I got to give a shout out to our wives while I can here. They're they're awesome for letting us do this, and along the same lines, you know she she was the one that kind of got me the gift. She went in with her parents and everything, and got me the the SkyTrack unit, uh, which kind of set off a whole DIY program for me in my garage. Now, Brian, you're kind of like step one of the home simulator because I think you've got some putting greens going on in a net, don't you? Yeah, so I'm on the budget route um, of the home simulator, so it doesn't simulate anything. <laughs> but yeah, I've got, I've got the net, I've got the putting greens, um, you know, and that's like that setup's probably under 500 bucks. And so that's like if if you're you know not ready to go to that that next step, it it works. So I, I mean, I love it, but it, it definitely you know I play on your simulator, Treb. And, um, I would rather play on your simulator than my net. <laughs> you, you, so I want to get there. You have two young boys that simulate and they'll go, Ooh, nice swing, dad. Oh. They, they give you that feedback. Sure. Yeah. They say nice <laughs> swing, dad on, on everything. Even if I shank it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the downside of that net is you don't get that feedback. I mean, you can feel the strike, but you're not getting the, the visual aspect, right? Right. Right. Spin rates, all that kind of stuff. The actual path of the ball like it's it's pretty cool to see it go somewhere and just to see it go into a net is just yeah all right that felt okay yeah i've been looking up a lot of different simulators but but trev let's go through yours what do do you have set up in your space and where is it in your house what do you have set up i mean how much pre-build did you have to do yeah, so it kind of it, it kind of was a slow growing beast for a bit. She she got the simulator, the track, the uh, SkyTrack unit, which is basically an on the floor unit that sits about a foot to the right and a foot in front of the ball that you want to hit. It puts out a little laser beam, and you set the ball within an inch of that that pocket that that light, and you hit the ball, and it gives you some feedback. But it started out with I was just going to do a net, you know, that I hit into, and then have the SkyTrack unit, and then um, you can you can sync this thing to your phone or an iPad of anything or any sort of screen and kind of see your results. But as I started getting into it, you know, over the months afterwards, I kind of started adding a projector screen and then the projector and then, you know, a gaming PC. So I kind of pieced it all together over several months. And uh, now it currently stands with um, a hitting net. It's kind of a 10 by 10 uh, net with 10 by 10 sidewalls and um, my like second bay of my garage and then that has a um, impact screen in front of it, which is about four inches in front of that. And it's all up on you know carabiners and uh, tension wires in the garage, basically. And so it's kind of set up as if it was a curtain that you can pull it back and forth because the whole idea was with the, my wife was that I had to be able to park my car in there. You know, it's, it wasn't going to take over the garage. And of course, <laughs> your you know, car was, or her car, who oh, who's my, gets my car, my car. <laughs> okay. So ever since that, two years ago, my car has not been in the garage once. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll sacrifice, I'll sacrifice the outdoor on the car to get yeah, the simulator. Gets, I'll, I'll plow the snow off the car. No problem. But it's uh so that's, and that was just the thing I was trying to overbuild it just to make it easy to pull up and down. And, uh, it's really just stayed there basically. So yeah, I've got a, I've got a little, um, PC tower to the side and then a projector that drops a, it's a short throw projection, um, to the screen that picks up everything for, for your impact and your stats and things. No, we'll probably, we'll, we'll throw a picture in the, in the show notes later and, and show what people, you know, show people what you're talking about, because it's a really good setup. You can put it away. I've seen you do that. And 
I think the last time I was there, it was all packed up and took you just a few minutes to pull it out. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can have it up and running and probably four or five minutes. So if you really wanted to, but yeah, like I said, it's always sitting out. It's, it's something that I kind of, I, I kind of overbuilt it. You know, I, I'm a paralysis by an analysis kind of guy. So my wife would walk <laughs> out and see me looking, staring at the ceiling in the garage for hours on end, you know, for a couple of weeks, trying to figure out how I can make this thing, you know, perfect. And so it's not perfect, but it definitely does a job. It gives me some stats and, you know, there's some other things we can talk about too. It's, it's, um, you know, the simulator thing, it, it definitely changes your swing a little bit at first, you know, flattens your swing out. It's kind of weird hitting indoors at first. And then also to just, you know, fatigue, you just want to hit balls after a while because it's so quick, right? It gives you stats and you just keep going mm -hmm. and going. So you kind of really start to get fatigue and probably lose a little bit on your game. I think at first, when you get it, you have to kind of slow yourself down and kind of remove yourself from, from, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. So Trip, talk about that a little bit more. Cause when we were down there, um, we were down there for a wedding or buddy's wedding was down in, in your neck of the woods on a bend and, and we hung out on a Saturday. So we, we were watching college football when they were actually still playing college football, um, and just hitting balls in, in, into the range. And I, I got to say like that the next day I was sore because yeah. I mean, we just, you're right. There, there, there's no break there. It's not like a normal golf, golf round. How, how do you overcome that? Is it helped? Is it, is it, do you think it's maybe hindered? Like, like, like what's the. Where are you at? Yeah. I mean, this is before COVID and I, I ran, I ran across some other guys that might've had the same similar setup or SkyTrack, and we kind of talked about it and all of us kind of had a, a dip in our games, you know, cause we were just rapid firing the whole time and we were trying too many things with our swings cause we were trying to see if we can get it to fade or, you know, pull hook and just, you know, you're not really focused like in the range, you're trying to hit a flag, right? Where on, in the screen you're, you're like, you almost get bored sometimes cause you're trying to do different things. And so, um, it's, it's, it's definitely something that I think drops your game. It, it not drops, but hurts your game uh, before it helps it. You got to really realize to kind of take your breaks, you know, only hit 30 balls, not 130 balls, you know, that sort of thing. Do you have a, you don't have a putting green, right? You still don't have, you don't have that set up? No, I don't. I don't, I have a little AstroTurf thing that we kind of sometimes put on, but it, it's not true putting service. But we've, yeah, we've I looked covered in, this. Tre Trevor's one of the better putters, so he doesn't need to practice. True, he He's doesn't good. need it. But your girl, your your kids, your girls might need it. I mean, it could be something. I just went and that cheap dad and me. I mean, we're going to talk about the the cost breakdown, all this stuff. But I found a cheaper putting mat, and I think I just spent about ninety six bucks on it and rolled it out in my garage. I was pretty impressed. Um, and that's a, a birdie ball or birdie golf putting green. Oh, and I did a lot of. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, yeah, they're kind of a flat and then the hole's kind of real flat. It's only like a quarter inch thickness kind of. Yeah. It, it, it really kind of trips you out at first because it's literally like a pool noodle uh, material. Like it's, it's a, it's not the grass, hmm. but it rolls pretty true. And I was impressed with how it rolled. So that was my first step in building the simulator was putting that putting green down in the garage. And I think I have the, the 12 footer. So it's a pretty good range, uh, holds on both sides. And so in my garage with a little bit of slope, one, one side, you're going downhill a little bit. The other one, you're going to come back uphill. So now I pitched that to my wife because I said my, my daughter's two and she can swing the plastic club. So I thought, Hey, I think we can get a putter in her hands. And that was how I pitched that little addition to the garage is I'm going to use it to have it be fun for my daughter. <laughs> yeah, so, that's awesome. Just, yeah. To further just, on that, Jared, I could say that, um, my pitch to part of that going back to your original question was um, a movie screen, right? For the projector. So like, you know, we don't have 
a real big screen. So I was like, okay, I can use this as a movie projector, right? And so the kids can come out here. We can get popcorn, <laughs> get some nice. lawn yeah. chairs. How, and, how many know, times has that it. happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, during COVID, that's how that was my bribe was, you know, okay, let's hit 15, 20 balls each and then we'll throw oh. on some Mandalorian. And I do let my ah. seven-year-old watch some Mandalorian. Nice. They're into it. And so oh, that that's was a cool kind way of to do bribe. that. So, so we'd hit some balls first and then watch some TV and then read some books and go to bed. You know, that was kind of a routine a couple times in a week. So it worked out pretty well. Now, okay. So uh, with your, with your kids and the sky track, cause they're not hitting as hard. And I know that, you know, sometimes there's a, a missed shot on there. Does it have any problem picking up their shots? It does. Yeah. Um, so speed is one thing, but also if you're off by like, you know, 30, 40 yards, you know, um, at that low rate, it doesn't pick it up. So you, you really yeah. have to kind of get them to hit straighter shots and, you know, you can do some things with it, like move it uh, further or closer to the unit um, or even for, um, more closer to the screen from where that laser dot is. And it sometimes picks it up a little bit more. But I also um, thought you were going to say you could do some things like throw a ball from behind being like the tricky dad, like, oh, great shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'd be on to me there. But yeah, no, it's it's it, it's sensitive enough to, to pick up good shots, but some of the bad kid shots, it, it doesn't register. <laughs> You're a positive a, dad. I mean, I, I think there might be other types of dads that might be like, come on, hit it better. You're yeah. not hitting it hard enough. Let's go. Yeah. No, I try to make it fun for him, you know? So I, I, we have like a little uh, hula hoops that I hang from the net, you know, try to hit them, have them hit through that, you know, just for an aiming point. If I see that they're oh, off. It's perfect. The, the other yeah. thing is, you know, you can do for dads that are thinking about just even you, Brian, is a hitting uh, net. You have a little AstroTurf that goes from your hitting surface to the net itself. If you put mm-hmm. like a um, nine squares, like a tic-tac-toe kind of thing, and then um, you can play tic-tac-toe golf. So you have yeah. three different colors of balls. You know, my daughter will be orange, I'll be red, and my other one will be green. You take turns and then you try to hit balls your color into the square. You know, the first one to hit three of their colors in a row, you know, tic-tac-toe wins. And so that's something that, you know, we just, we do as well just to kind of mix it up too. So that's another that's cool. suggestion for the dads out there. Yeah. That's a great idea for dads of playing with their kids. Dude, I mean, yeah, yeah with kids, with, with friends. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a good drinking yeah, game that's too. That's a game we could play there right there. Hey, so, okay. You're, you're looking at your setup. First, you got a mat. Do you remember the mat, what you have down? I mean, I've looked at a few brands of the mats you can put down. Yeah, um, it's it was Augusta mats. I think um, it that that was one thing I splurged on. I figured I was going to be hitting. Some of the reviews at the time said, you know, like these mats can be pretty cheap, and you know, if you're going to be hitting, you know, hundreds or thousands of balls over the years, you know, you need a good mat. And this one it was an indoor outdoor mat. I think it was probably three fifty. Um, to be honest, it was pretty spendy. But it, yeah, yeah I mean, I probably um, had a thousand hits easy on it, and it hasn't, you know, shown any worn or any tracks through it, and it's uh pretty spectacular. So I'll, I'll put a lot of this that we're going to talk about on a resource and put it on our website. And, uh, yeah, I was, people and, are and the mat aware. you're talking about, the other thing I read is not only the wear and tear on, on the mat itself, you want it to last, but, and I was looking at about 400 for a mat also. And this is an area I see, I've seen some guys do DIY mats on, on plywood. But, uh, the thing is that guys talk about is if you don't have the right setup, it's going to be hard on your wrists and hard on your hands. So exactly. You, you could, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. This thing has like probably an inch of um, like rubber cushion and then it has the built up, you know, turf above that. So it's, it's pretty thick. Um, it's, it's a gel, you know, and it doesn't, doesn't hurt. You know, it's, it's thick enough that it cushions the, the wrist impact for sure. 
Oh, that's a good yeah. point, Jerry. That's the one one place you probably don't want to skimp on this is is the setup is just, you know, the mat is probably key for not hurting yourself. Yeah, you don't want to be injured doing this if for sure. I mean, I could see some impact on some guys. That, I mean, I know I've chunked a few shots and hitting it with a concrete subfloor underneath, that's not going to be that's not going to be fun. No. Oh, there's even, there's even ranges out yeah, ranges out there where if you hit a bucket of balls by the time you get done, you could have a broken wrist. Yeah. Yeah. So then we got the screen and what I've kind of found, it seems like Carl's preferred or premium screens are, are pretty standard. Those are about three to 400. Is that, do you know what screen you have? Um, I don't know on the screen. I think it was, um, no, I don't. It was a 10 by 10. I know that it kind of had grommets yeah. around the perimeter. It had kind of a, it was a white hitting screen for more of a, a projection throw, you know, that you could put yeah. an image on and then it had a border. Um, of kind of this polyvinyl thing with uh, grommets that you can hook with the. And you uh, talked about it, and you got the you got the net behind it too, and it seems like that saves the life of those screens if you've got something behind. Yeah, and I I kind of wanted to set mine as far back as possible, so I needed kind of heavy weighted net. And I ended up winning, going with like a poly twine net, which was I think they're ten by ten sections, and they were like thirty to forty bucks each. So I got three three or four of those, and just kind of made a half batting cage, you know, protection. So the sides come out maybe, you know, eight to 10 feet to protect the shanks from my seven and nine year olds. <laughs> so you have some side, and, uh, you talked about, you got some side walls, but did you do anything on the ceiling or any of your other walls to protect it? Like any foam or anything? Did you put up, did you need to? No, no. So that, that heavy, um, polytwine net is pretty good. It's pretty heavy enough. It's heavy enough to absorb impacts and the side swipes that go to the side nets, they kind of are getting more of a forward trajectory. So they kind of just roll around the back a little bit and in the top is maybe set back from the ceiling, you know, probably in a foot and a half as well as the back wall. So, um, the impacts with drivers, you got the net behind and then the impact screen in front. Um, those are separated by two to four inches and the, the two of those, you hardly ever hit the back wall. So yeah. it's, it's heavy enough to protect it. And then we got a projector. You can get a projector. I mean, you can find anything you want, 500, 600 bucks for those. You can cheap data get on eBay. I'll find some on eBay refurbished for a couple hundred. <laughs> Save yeah. little pennies there. Refurbished. Yeah. I, I yeah. went with a BenQ, uh, BenQ units, a short throw. I think it was like 300, uh, 300, 3,000 lumens as the BenQ TH671ST. Well, I know we'll get into, I mean, like you use it for, you were using it for movies and things, but it's really how clear do you want that picture to, I mean, this is where you can, you can really up your, up your budget on your screen and your projector. If you want that to feel like a real, a real $20,000 simulator course, or you're good with just getting your practice in the garage, you know? Right. That's, that's a decision for sure. And it also too, if you're just gonna be hitting kind of range, um, software, you know, versus actual gameplay, you know, courses yeah. and things. That's the other, that's the difference. Hey, Brian, have you floated the idea of a simulator to your wife? Have you guys talked about that? Yes. I, I think I float it, uh, just about every month, uh, <laughs> especially, uh, every December and every, yeah. every time my birthday comes around, I float it. Um, it hasn't gone too far though. So no, so uh, it hasn't got off the ground. I haven't got very far either. I, I mean, you're farther than Ed and I, I don't even have a net yet. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the easiest uh, solution if you want to, you know, place the winner. So, uh, yeah, Seattle, Washington, same thing, Treb. Like, we're indoors for six months out of the year. So, um, that's a little bit of an easier sell. Just getting a net and just getting some some of those mats that are, that are pretty good. Um, you know, under 500 bucks, we can handle that. But, yeah, once you start getting a simulation mode, it's, uh, 
you know, we got diapers to pay for. So it gets yeah, a little bit harder to, for to sure. sell that. Still, still have that. Okay. So now the real big cost is the actual simulator. And you've talked about it. You've got SkyTrack. That's what you've got on your, your setup. Yeah. Yeah. I got SkyTrack. Um, you know, that's kind of the, I guess the, it's the middle range, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty expensive though. It's, I think it's $2,000 currently. Um, Jared, you probably know that more than I do. Cause you've been doing, some I do. I've been lately, watching but... them on eBay a lot. Yeah. Refurbished. <laughs> Refurbished, <laughs> um, <laughs> but they're, no, they're hot item. I can't find them. Yeah, no. So that's, that's it. And then you get, you know, you have to pay for a subscription, um, to it. So a hundred bucks a year, and then you can upgrade packages to their certain tiers. Um, you know, and then you've got, the programs on top of that, if you want to play gameplay courses, you know, there are pretty, pretty much four or five out there that you can choose from. And I went from it with the golf club in 2019, which is it's, it doesn't, I don't believe it has any license uh, for actual courses, but it's more of a designer uh, video game type uh, simulator. So people can build their own courses and they try to simulate, you know, like Augusta or Pebble Beach. And so you've got thousands of different courses ranging anywhere from pretty true, you know, Augusta down to kids courses with little animals everywhere to, you know, the, uh, the zoom bomb type phallic, um, bunkers, you know, <laughs> there's, there's all sorts of stuff in there. So it's kind of, it's kind of mid range pay too. It's not, it, you don't get all the true courses, but it's, um, it's, it's entertaining enough. You can never, you can never miss a course that you, you want to see, you want to find at least. Yeah. So there's a new brand out there. I was looking at it. It's called the Mevo plus. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Is that, is that the white and uh, red? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's the white and red tracker. simulator. I haven't, I haven't hit on one yet, but um, it's the same price right around 2000, same as SkyTrack. And, you know, I've, I've read some reviews on it looking at it. I, I want to go try one. Uh, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to see these things in person because Guys talk about Skytrack missing shots from time to time. I've never had that problem playing on your simulator, but um, it, yeah. it's, it claims to be a pretty good technology they've got out. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to uh, Mr. Short Game on YouTube. He does pretty good. He, he does a lot of, uh, you know, game analysis and different products in the golf industry. And he he did one with Amiibo, um versus the uh, Sky Caddy versus the Skytrack and uh, some other ones I forget. But um does, does a great job. You guys should check it out. And he also does one strictly on TrackMan versus SkyTrack, um, which was interesting. I think, you know, SkyTrack's primarily indoors. So if you're going to try to use it outdoors from, with some of those other ones, you'll, you'll be better off. But mine is strictly just indoors. So, yeah, Mr. Short Game um, on YouTube, he does a lot of those, those uh, product analysis. Yeah. So I, I took some notes here. We got about 400 for a mat, about 400 for a screen um, with a little bit of Im- impact net behind. You got the simulators, you know, two grand. So we're we're at twenty eight hundred, um, and then that that projector. So you're right around thirty four hundred. If you bought everything at that price, you could probably get it down. I know I I, I got the skills in finding the deals, and so <laughs> I'm sure I could get that down around thirty one hundred for a simulator. Uh, yeah. But there's extras you could add on, like we talked about. You could go for an upgraded screen, or you could add the putting green if you want the putting experience in there. I think I I would add the. I mean, I have that that birdie golf putting green, I'd probably just try to find a way to work that in. Yeah. I think the other thing you got to consider too, is your, um, your PC versus laptop, you know, um, kind of, I went with a, the cheapest game, True. game PC, gaming PC. Cause I didn't know what kind of speed I was going to need. And I didn't want any glitches for the actual course play. 
so that's another thing you know got to consider that's as well. true didn't didn't consider the the pc in there um i guess I was, i'm assuming that you might have one you could hook up but yeah if you need that that's that's going to push you up there um because i've seen a lot of guys talk about you know you're gonna spend five grand yeah you might you could probably get it down closer to three that, that's assuming you know you don't want all the frills there there's extra pieces you could add but um I, yeah. I think you but, could find it. I mean, it kind of depends on your budget. But that's really not bad, though. I mean, f- five grand for a full simulation in your garage. I mean, that's if you got the space and you got the, the okay. I mean, five grand is really not that bad. I mean, I've seen fully installed systems and like the big daddies and all that kind of stuff up around 10, 20 grand. So, I oh, yeah. I, I I've seen five those. Grand's those pretty are good. Awesome. Yeah. It's the obstacle, Brian. We talked about it. it's the uh, can you get your wife on board? <laughs> that's true and i don't you know uh so you got to get the kids tied in I, I was talking to a buddy and he was asking me you know he, he got a raise and he's like what should i do i told him build a simulator he loves golf he he thought about it and we said gotta get your wife on board <laughs> so we gotta start having there. some kids <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no so, i think, it, I think yeah. it backs up to a nice you know uh honey why don't you go on a weekend with your friends you know go get go get some spa <laughs> maybe some wine you know and then then drop the ask after that we should do a whole episode on the golf ask that, that well, golf. I mean, I, yeah i like I, it I, th- I think it's a great topic i mean it, it goes beyond just simulators it's just like can i go play golf on a saturday yeah you gotta you gotta like set it. it up right it's all about the setup you know, yeah. uh, true. Uh, I, I, we've got some tips to share today. I'll lead us into our golfers and dads segment. And with our golfer tip on this, uh, kind of how you did the shout out to Mr. Short Game. I, I have a shout out to another guy I've been working on his drills. Is uh, It's it's Eric Cogorno. And I'll put his name in the show notes. And he does a lot of golf tips on, on YouTube and Instagram. And he was doing the uh, load drill, which I've never worked with before. And I would really like a simulator to practice this. And he describes it, you you take your backswing with your iron and you pause, almost a Charles Barkley pause, but not quite as extreme. And before you start that downswing, you actually, he talks about moving your hands away from the downswing to create that additional load. And it feels really funky at first, but you will work out some of those kinks and get a lot of distance on those shots because I know loading that iron or loading that driver is a real difficult task for many. So... Check out Eric. He, he provides some great tips on, on YouTube uh, about that specific drill. And he's got a bunch on there. So, And then nice. for the, yeah, the parenting tip today, uh, to tie it back to our original story, uh, thinking about the Zoom bomb, and it's, it's all about for parents. And, and I want to say our parenting tip, actually, this is the tip that our dads, you can share with your wives. It's going to keep you coming back to our show, making, making you tied back as a great spouse and a great dad. Share this one with your wife and and it comes back to that Zoom bombing story. You know, if that's your kid who did the Zoom bomb, then how do you correct that wrong? You know, how do you teach your kid to right the wrong? And you may hear about this in schools a lot. Uh, the, the, the best way is to teach them how to restore that relationship. And it's not just with the teacher, but it's also with the other kids in the class. And so, you want to teach them that, you know, obviously, it's, it's not only an apology, but it's also recognizing what, that Im- what impact that had on the teacher and the rest of the class. And so, you want to teach your kid there, how do you, how do you write that wrong? Um, why would you want to write that wrong? And it's all about modeling that behavior. And, and the secondary piece of that I want to add is, you know, if your, your kid is in the class, you know, you want to teach them, how do you respond to something like that? What, how do you behave? Do you, are you someone that's, you know, buying into that participation and, and 
you know, feeling it or are you someone that's kind of turning the other way and, and disengaging from that? And it reminds me of a quote from uh, Jeff Van Gundy. I read about him. He said that um, he's the NBA coach and, and announcer now. And he talks about he has a, a two knucklehead theory. And he says that any team can handle one knucklehead on the team and in the locker room. But when you add a second knucklehead, then they fuel off each other and you lose the team and you lose the locker room. So he has a theory that you can't have two knuckleheads on a team. <laughs> so teach your kid not to be that second knucklehead and disengage. Hmm. Nice. I like it. I like Definitely it. applies to real world. Yeah. <laughs> and on the golf course, you don't want two knuckleheads in that golf group or it's all going to go downhill. Definitely. Just don't be an asshole. I guess that's the plan. <laughs> that's your line. That's that's your dad line, Brian, for sure. <laughs> that's your catch. For sure. You just listen for free. Now here's the deal. Go to our website at birdiedads.com and join us. You will get our golf starters guide and our golf coloring book for kids free right now by signing up. It just takes an email. Thanks for hanging out with us and we'll see you next time. <laughs>